In this episode of Black Talk Radio News with Scotty Reed, I speak with Jeffrey Noble, founder of the Noble Touch, a 501c3 nonprofit that provides holistic approaches to health and wellness to transform the mind, body, and spirit. During the episode, the two discuss pranic healing and bioenergetics. Mr. Noble is also offering free pranic healing sessions to the elderly and healthcare workers who may be feeling particularly off balance and stress related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for speaking with us today, Mr. Noble. Let us start with some terms we will be using that our audience may not be familiar with within the context of healthcare, and especially as it relates to the current COVID-19 pandemic. The first term is pranic healing. One online entry from 2016 defined pranic healing as coming from its name. Pranic healing is a therapy in which the practitioner uses energy or life force to balance the bodily functions and thereby improve health. Its influence is not confined to improving physical health, but includes many aspects of life, including relationships, finances, and self-actualization. Do you agree with that assessment, Mr. Noble? And could you add to it or simply define pranic healing as you understand it? Well, I kind of agree with that assessment, actually, except for I don't consider pranic healing a therapy. I consider it more of a system of techniques, a a system of actual protocols that help people to overcome any health issues they may have, whether it's in relationships, whether it's finances, whether it's self-actualization, to help in all those areas. See, we have a physical body. And we also have a spiritual body. Now, most people know about the physical body and what it does, but people don't realize, a lot of people don't realize that we have an energy body, which some people call the spiritual body. And it is the spiritual body that informs the physical body, not the other way around. So whatever happens in the physical body starts off in the spiritual body, or let's use the word energy body, starts off in the energy body first. So yes, it does improve health and influences everything in your life because everything is energy. Every single thing is energy. When you have a lot of money, your energy is up. When you're broke, your energy is down. When you're in a relationship, you feel really good if you're in love. But when you're not in love and your woman or a guy just left you, your partner just left you, you feel bad. Everything is energy. So it's a systematic way of looking at how energy influences our feelings and everything else and being able to use that energy to help us to transform the way we feel in any present state. Is that good enough? <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, you're the expert, um, I, to be <laughs> honest, like the reason I asked for, to gave a definition and then asked for your assessment because a lot of people um, are not familiar with alternative uh, ways to take care of their health. And so they may not be familiar with some of these terms. As I was not familiar with these terms until um, I came across the work that your organization is doing, the Noble Touch. Uh, another no- term, I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. I'm saying the Noble Touch, the word touch in there is really to some extent a, a misnomer on a physical level because we don't really touch people. The healing system that we use, we do not touch at all. Uh, we simply work in the energy field. We don't work on the physical body. And the energy field informs the physical body what changes to make or what blocks to release, release so that the person can heal. Now, you mentioned energy a lot, and we're dealing with um, what some people may refer to as a spirit or a soul, or others may refer to it as energy, as you have been referring to uh, this entity that that exists um, in human beings. Another term that many may not be familiar with, as I wasn't familiar with it, bioenergetics. 
An online entry that I found from 2007 defined it as such, a form of psychodynamic psychotherapy that combines work with the body and mind to help people resolve their emotional problems and realize more of their potential for pleasure and joy in living. Bioenergetic psychotherapists believe that there is a correlation between the mind and the body. Do you agree, disagree with the assessment? And would you share how you define the field of bioenergetics? Well, first of all, I agree with the assessment. Um, emotions and thoughts affect the physical body. Once again, like I just gave you an example of that disease starts with being at dis-ease mentally. And when you're at dis-ease mentally, you create blocks in your body. And once you remove those blocks from your body, from the physical body, then the energy begins to flow. To give you an example of what I mean is if that you were feeling bad because something happened to you. That's, that's the first part. So now inside your mind, you're doing something to make you feel bad. And that's creating certain energy in your body, which is normally stored in the stomach area. When people feel bad about something, they're hurt, they're upset, it's normally in the stomach area. And that tends to stay there until you do something to get rid of it. So bioenergetics is the matter, is the one of the sciences of taking the mental thought that's creating the emotional feeling and removing it so that then this energy can flow through your body. And once again, that's mind, body, and spirit. Because once the energy starts flowing, because the spirit gets stuck in that state, if it's anger, the spirit gets stuck in that state of anger. And you have to remove that energy blockage so the energy can flow. And that's why I agree with the, the definition. Because it's bioenergetics. You change the body, which means the life force, and the energy begins to flow through your body. Because all, every illness, um, Mr. Reed, every illness is because of an energy blockage or disturbance somewhere in the body, sometimes multiple places. And most of the time, it's from built up and unreleased emotions or feelings. Um, some people, considering that this is a network, and although we do not serve only uh, uh, the African-American audience, but since that's our primary audience, it kind of reminds me of the way you just described it of this theory about post-traumatic slave disorder, which I feel is based on on feelings. Uh, can you see any correlation as to what you're talking about, a feeling that is uh, manifesting and making a person feel ill, even though it may not be anything physically wrong with them? Well, when it comes to PTSD, um, you have to remember that these things, if, if a physical if you can look, if you can favor your great grandmother in some way, shape, or form, in physical form, just imagine the energy can be transformed or trans transmitted through generations also. So sometimes we have issues that may not even be our issues. It may come from a posture of someone who was in slavery and had a certain fear. I mean, let's look at fear. How do we know to feel fear about anything? If in slavery the man and the woman were separated and the man was beat, tarred, and feathered while the woman watched that. The man is going to have fear of certain things they grew up in life. Now, that fear can be transferred. It may not look the same later on, uh, 200 years later, it may not look the same. But that same fear could be there by saying, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, and therefore I'm not going to take action on my dreams or what I know I can do logically. Because that fear could be underlying, and that does not mean that it is underlying. And I don't like for African-American people to specifically use that as an excuse to accept failure. But it's something that can be looked at. Where is that fear coming from? If you have no reason to feel fear about succeeding, why do you have that fear? And a lot of times because we feel not worthy or we're not deserving. Where do we get that from? Do you think that, that cranial healing is something that could address that? 
because everything is energy, I believe pranic healing can address it, yes. As a matter of fact, we did a workshop not too long ago calling Healing Seven Generations, and we were able to feel the energy, the energetic profile of our ancestors, although we didn't even know them, and clear up that profile. I think that, let me see, I can send you a video later on with people talking about it afterwards, but we actually went back seven generations and began to clear up our energetic profile of people like I said, ancestors we didn't even know. We just know that we had ancestors seven, seven generations ago. And what happened is that people left there feeling empowered and taking more action that they had take, than they had taken in the past and feeling like they had a, I would say, I would say what posse, feeling like they had a team of people behind them who were ancestors that they didn't even know. So, yes, I believe that energy work in general, practically specifically, has been that kind of work in the past, yes. As we're in this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of the states uh, have stay-at-home orders, and then you had the federal government. Although um, there seems to be no continuity, uh, just today I'm reading some states may be lifting uh, their stay-at-home orders with uh, the economy being most uh, on their mind rather than the people's health. Um, but for those, um, this pandemic, it talks, you know, it talks about staying at home. So therefore, let's say you were getting regular therapy with a psychiatrist or possibly with a physical therapist. And now you're unable to make those type of appointments because of the state orders and then also medical personnel being uh, needed elsewhere. So chronic healing is presented as an alternative to in-person therapy sessions because it can be done remotely. Can you explain that further? Does one need to have an internet connection? Do they need to use video tools, need a visual of the person they're in session with, or can they just use audio tools or simply a cell phone? Can you expand further on what you mean by remotely? First of all, I would say that this is the perfect time people to seek out energy medicine practitioners like pranic healing practitioners and specifically i'll say our company for uh you know because what we've been doing is helping people because people can't go out like you said doctors are not giving appointments anymore right now that's just an emergency but with pranic healing you can help someone no matter where they are in the world think about it people pray for other people to heal and say it works so if people can pray for people to heal and they say it works I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying people always say prayer works. Um, Then why can't you do energy medicine the same way? Energy medicine is like prayer and action. To me, energy medicine is prayer and action. And the reason why it works and the reason why it's so effective and the reason why we need to start learning about this and take some, you know, take some, get some lessons or get some treatments is because no matter what the illness is, energy medicine will affect it and will help it and will accelerate the healing of it, no matter what it is, number one. And number two, the way it works and why it works is because whether we know it or not, I mean, we always say we're all connected, but we say it kind of like, you know, blah, you know, we're all connected. But literally, we all are connected to the planet Earth. So all of us are still all in the same energy field of the planet Earth, and that's why it works. Now, the question is, how does it work? Do you need a cell phone? Do you need to be online with someone? It works either way around. You can work from a picture. You can work from a cell phone. You work from uh, seeing someone on Skype or on FaceTime. Or all you need is a name. If you have the name and you have the intention of connecting to that person, I would have more than a name. I would have a first name, a last name, and where they live. But to be 150 John Doe's. So you want to make sure you send the energy to the right John Doe. Um, right. So I would have a little more information. But because we are all connected, 
only thing we have to do is connect with you on that level, energetic level, and we can begin the healing process. And yes, it does work. I've worked with people from Asia from my in my bathroom in my home. So it definitely works that way. We are all connected. We are all connected to the earth energy field, which means that we are all connected. Now and if you would that, I'm trying yes, to read go ahead. Yes, Mr. Noble, if you would indulge me, uh when I first read about pranic healing can be in it being done remotely because of past personal interests and things like remote viewing, which was the first thing to pop into my mind when I was uh, reading that pranic healing can be done remotely. But for our audience, remote viewing has been defined as a practice of seeking impressions about a distant or unseen target, purportedly using extrasensory perception or sensing with the mind. And that kind of just describes what you were just describing when you were saying, well, if I have a name in a location, because there's a lot of John Doe's out there, but you're, I, I imagine when you are, are practicing um, this, this type of healing, pranic healing, is that's what you're also doing. Do you see a correlation? I see a correlation in that it's almost the same as remote viewing, but remote viewing is almost done almost on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to see a certain target, you you focus on that target. I'm not a remote viewer. I don't do remote viewing. So I, I can't talk about from an experiential point of view. But my understanding of remote viewing is that there's a target that you may want to see. The military has, you know, remote viewing. Actually, they don't talk about it. But um, they have, people have a gift to be able to look and see another location. But they normally have a target and a reason for doing it. So if I'm looking at it from that point of view, it's pretty similar to pranic killing in that when I, when I'm, if I'm working with you, Mr. Reed, I'm saying, okay, I'm working with Scotty Reed. He lives in North Carolina. And so I may not be seeing you and maybe not be able to describe all of you the way a person in remote viewing can describe exactly what they see in detail. And pranic healing, unless you're one of the really gifted ones, you won't be able to, I won't be able to see your body. If I want to heal with you right now, I can't see your body. I won't know, be able to describe you physically. But I would sense your energy, your energy body, not your physical body. I would sense your energy body, which remote viewing is more detailed because you would sense physically and be able to describe exactly what you see. But you would, like in remote viewing, be using extrasensory perception or sensing with your mind. Because when you talked about, even if I just had a photograph, that's even better if I had a photograph of the person and then I'm... I'm as you described earlier in the spiritual, we call that praying. So it's right. still to me all is extrasensory perception and, and and dealing with the spiritual. Now I had a personal experience, Mr. Noble, and this was years ago. And I just, you know, I hadn't had this memory until uh, I came across your press release. And but I had a personal experience. This is in the early days of the internet. There was a chat application called I See You, and it was very very popular. And I was communicating with a woman. Uh, who was in Cairo, Egypt, and we were able to physically feel the same energy during our our session, Uh, you know, and this is just us having uh, a friendly conversation. Um, But I decided to project um, the the, uh, pleasant energy uh, that I was experiencing, project that out to her, and she asked me, how was this possible? 
I didn't tell her I was going to do it. She asked me, what was that? What is this I'm feeling? And then I told her and she asked me how this was possible. I didn't have an answer for her outside of my religious beliefs. And I didn't go there with her. But pranic healing is the best non-religious explanation for what I feel like we share, especially when you're talking about energy, because that's the best way I could describe what I was feeling and project. Uh, do you see how I might connect that experience to pranic healing? Because, you know, there there was what I felt as me projecting energy from within to the person I was communicating with over thousands of miles. Well, you had two of the aspects of pranic healing and what you did. Number one, you had an intention. You want to project energy to that person. You want that energy to affect them in one way or another. And it did. So, yes, it is much like pranic healing in the, in the projection of energy. Only thing that you were missing and you weren't trying to do this is cleaning the body before you send energy to it. But that didn't matter because in your situation, you weren't necessarily trying to heal her in the same way we try to heal people. The fact that it matters that you had the intention and you projected the energy and she felt it. That's healing in itself. Now, this was uh, um, only because I, at that time, as I thought about it further in preparation for speaking with you here today was I spent a lot of time meditating and, as they say, in prayer. And I could do this with individuals that, you know, in my family or I work with um, in terms of exchanging energy just from shake, shaking hands. But at that time period, you know, you mentioned uh, cleaning the body. Um, I would I would say that that's what was the point of my meditation. And I was spending hours, you know, on on on, um, you know, on days spending hours uh, in this meditation, but cleaning myself cleaning myself uh, spiritually. And that's the only time I've ever been able to to project, you know, uh, energy like in how I described. Well, you're projecting energy all the time, whether you like it or not, okay. whether you try to or not. We are always projecting energy. Like you said, a shake of a hand is projecting energy. If someone walks in a room and they get a certain feeling they walk in the room with you, it's because you're projecting energy and they're receiving it. You know, people say bad, people, this person give me bad vibes. Well, that's energy. You're talking about energy. Someone give me good vibes, that's energy. You know, you can walk in a room, someone had an argument and say, wow, what the heck is going on in here? That's energy. So you cannot not communicate through energy. The question is, what are you communicating and what are your intentions in that communication? Understood, understood. Now, also in the press release, um, your organization, The Noble Touch, is offering what's called Power Up Your Immune System. Because, again, a lot of people are suffering both physically and spiritually uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic with the lockdown. I was talking to my daughter the other day. She was talking about a teenager killing herself. Um, because she couldn't take social distancing. Um, uh, apparently, there are people, the way my daughter described it to me, who have a need of, of social interaction with others. So I would imagine uh, they are particularly feeling bad uh, and perhaps in need of some pranic healing. Uh, but power up your immune system wellness sessions. Can, they're, uh, are conducted online and designed to strengthen energetically the respiratory system and reduce the mental health stressors brought on by COVID-19, as I was just discussing. Can you give us an example or two of the techniques a client might experience or expect during one of the wellness sessions? Well, thanks for asking that question. The wellness session starts off with um, movement. So first, you kind of exercise. If you're on the phone and you're not there on Zoom in person, 
you can still follow the exercises because we described them. So first we exercise. The purpose of the exercise is to get the energy in your body moving, get it flowing. Because a lot of people are home, but they're not exercising. And in order to absorb the energy better, you want to put the energy into a, a energy, a physical body that's already moving, has energy in it. Then we do a meditation. The meditation serves two purposes. Number one, it helps to flush out the negative energy that's in the body already. And number two, it guides you through releasing some emotional baggage that you may have around this whole uh, situation we're in right now, the COVID-19 COVID virus. And while that's happening, the magic is occurring. Because then we have 20 or more healers that's working on cleaning any blockages out of your energy body from the head to the toe. So, I mean, we work on the psychological aspect by working on the, the energy centers and the energy body around the top of the head, the brain, um, the forehead, the third eye area, the temples, the jaw. We work on the entire head area and the stomach area and all the way down to the toes. We work on the entire body during that time. Then after it's over, we kind of come back together and we talk, or I may lead a separate meditation that do things even more. You know what? You know what's like? People take a physical shower all the time. Every day, people, or most people take a shower every day. This is like taking an energy shower. If you want to go deeper with it, it's like taking a spiritual shower. That's what we don't. We don't take an energy shower or a spiritual body shower to get the energy from the day, from the week, from the month out of our physical bodies. Our physical bodies is a reflection of our energy bodies. So that's why we go through those things. We have your physical body first by doing the exercises. Then when you're meditating and following meditation, it's a guided meditation. So then when you're following guided meditation, you're doing some work on the energy body also. But then, and that's by your controlling it. That's by your intention to follow the meditation. But then while that's happening, like I said, the magic is occurring behind the scenes where the energy healers, and it's at least 20 of them minimum usually on the line. I work with every single person on the line to help them clear any blockages so they can feel a lot better. Uh, so that that pain in their chest, the chest pain goes away sometimes. And you get, you know, um, testimonials from people. Fevers have gone down. People felt peace for the first time in, you know, two and three weeks because we're working on the entire body to cleanse the entire body of all these negative thoughts, these fears, doubt, and worries about the disease and about any symptoms that they may be picking up pertaining to the disease itself can get eliminated or disintegrated. Thank you for those examples. Um, an another aspect um, that I want to talk about with this pandemic is uh, politically, uh, I'm very involved politically um, in this system that we currently have. I call it a for-profit system has really shown a lot of flaws in that system or how it was designed uh, not to not to handle uh, the capacity uh, that we see is needed during uh, this time, whether we're talking about, you know, enough hospitals or even enough beds to whether we have enough uh, masks, uh, uh, specifically a type of mask that I'm seeing some of these people on the front lines within the hospital saying they don't uh, they don't have, um, you know, it, paying for things, unfortunately, in this society is always something we have to ask. So um, how can a one who feels that they need this pranic healing, how can they pay for their sessions? Do you take insurance? Uh, uh, how do you do that? Well, in my conversation with the spirit, with the creator about this, doing this, it was made clear to me that we can accept love donations. However, we have to make it affordable for everybody. So people 
people sending donations when they want to. It's free, but if someone wants to send donation, they can. No, I take that back. There are the, the, the free, the free ones that we do absolutely free, is for healthcare workers and seniors. Once again, if they want to donate, they can, but there's no ask for anything at all from the front, the hospital workers, the frontline workers, and the seniors. For the general public, there's a donation. The notion can be anywhere from one dollar to whatever they want to give, and that makes it affordable for everything. Because almost anyone can afford one dollar or borrow one dollar. <laughs> hmm. And I mean, if someone is really, really hurting right now, they can actually get on the calls three days a week for one dollar. That's and that's three dollars a week. If you on for four weeks in a row, that's twelve dollars to get twelve healing. Twelve dollars. That's like that's that's. I mean, you can't get one healing for twelve dollars when you work with somebody one on one. So that's how we made it affordable for everyone. They can give a love, love donation. If people have given a dollar seven times now, because that's all they have to give, or either they're afraid to spend more than that. But whatever it is they give us, we accept graciously and with much gratitude. And to us, the giving is just an exchange of energy. It's just an exchange of energy. That's what it is for us. So you give one dollar, you do it online, and you give one dollar, you can give whatever they want to give. If it's unaffordable, we do the free seminars for seniors and healthcare workers, and um, that's the way we're doing it right now. Good to hear. Is there a center point, Mr. Noble, you would like to make to our audience concerning of uh, the services that we are discussing here that's being provided by the Noble Touch? And if you will give out any contact information that one would need for further inquiry. The first thing I want to say to to, to your audience, to your family, is that our next opportunity for you to participate is Monday, April 20th at 7 p.m. and Wednesday, April 22nd at 7 p.m. Now, if you are a senior, it will be next Wednesday at 1 p.m. And if you're a healthcare worker, it will be next Friday at 7 p.m. So once again, for the general public, Monday, April 20th at 7 p.m. and Wednesday, April 22nd at 7 p.m. For senior, for um, the special services for the seniors is at 1 p.m. next Wednesday, which is the 22nd. That's for seniors only. Because it's a different protocol we use for seniors than we use for the general public. And then for healthcare workers, it's Friday at 7 p.m. And it's a different protocol we use for healthcare workers than we use for the general public. So we have different protocols based on the group we're working with. That's number one. Um, that's the next opportunity for people. Contact us. Our email address is info, I-N-F-O, at thenobletouch.com. Info at thenobletouch.com. Our website is thenobletouch.org because we're also a nonprofit organization. TheNobleTouch.org is our um, website. On Facebook, you can catch us at The Noble Touch. On Facebook, it's The Noble Touch. And on Instagram, it's The underscore Noble underscore Touch. So on Instagram, it's The underscore Noble underscore Touch. And what I would like to leave your family with is, is this. For so long, we have looked at traditional medicine. I'm not saying at all, so please understand me. I'm not saying to throw traditional medicine out the window. Traditional medicine has its place. Traditional medicine does not take into consideration the cause of the problem. Traditional medicine is chasing symptoms. And that's good because it helps us. I said we need to start going deeper in our health care needs and look at how it affects not just the body, because that's what they're treating. They're not treating the mind or the spirit. So out of the three entities that we are, mind, body, and spirit, traditional medicine is only treating the body. 
not the mind and the spirit. Now, the body, of course, affects the mind and the spirit, but it's the opposite way around also. And if you chase the symptoms, you may never get to the cause, and you're harming the physical body with the toxic things you're taking into your body a lot of times. So I encourage everybody to look at energy medicine. It's important that we look at energy medicine as an alternative. Look at parenteral healing. If you have questions, call me up. Call me, I mean, info, send info at the nobletouch.com. I will get back to you. Contact me on Instagram. I will get back to you. Facebook, I will get back to you. I want to educate our people specifically, everybody in general, but our people specifically about the choices. We operate as we don't have choices. My biggest complaint is that people come to me after they tried every doctor in the world and nothing's worked. And then they'll come to me and think that I'm Jesus. And I'm not Jesus, I'm Jeffrey. <laughs> but I will do the best I can to help you heal. If the, rate of, if the rate of decay is faster than the rate of healing, the body will continue to decay. If the rate of healing is faster than the rate of decay, you can heal from anything. And we're here to help you. Mr. Jeffrey Noble, thank you for speaking with me on this Black Talk Radio News podcast today. And you have a great day, sir, to you and yours. You too, sir. It's wonderful. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it so very much. And um, I, I, as a matter of fact, I want to invite you to come on one of the calls. You let me know which call you want to come to, and I will send you a link privately to come to be on one of the calls. So you can experience it for yourself. You're a very, a very spiritual brother. You meditate a lot and everything else. So enjoy. just let me know when you want to come on. I'll, I'll send you my private link. Well, thank you, Mr. Noble. Once again, thank you. I appreciate you having me on your show. 